Hey everybody, welcome to the Savoy. Hey, haha. -ha. We were talking about how we would dance at the Savoy. I'm a big pointer. Very, very oh. like Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh my gosh, Matt. Okay, it's not that bad. A much better dancer than Elaine, you guys. Come on. Now I, I picked up my dad's two-step. If you need somebody to just go side to side. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe throw in a little bit of shoulders because my dad doesn't do the shoulder part. Might be able to throw uh, he does. He's had a couple of shots. He does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome back to the tenth floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody! It's Cat. Get on out of that waiting room. Put down those stale, false, fake cookies that nobody's bringing since Chandra hasn't been able to be here to inspire the party. But that's all right. She'll be back. She do well. You know, she's 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 very involved in her family's. Sports that's adventures. Good. So, that's yeah. good. That's a good reason not to be here. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's heavily involved in, in supporting that. And so that that's that's what takes her away from the tenth floor every once in a while. But we miss her while she's gone and her chair is warm. Nobody else sits in it. We just put a little <laughs> heating pad on it to just make sure it doesn't get too cold. <laughs> there you but go. you know, we have to celebrate because at nine AM for days for dummies, but also at eleven AM right here on 10th floor after two months of being away because she found herself without the internet. Kelly Publicover is back in the chat, everybody. Yay! Welcome back, Kelly. You missed so much. Yeah. So hopefully you're catching up on any soaps if you missed them. Hmm. I don't know. I don't Hope know. So. I don't know. Because, you know, try time is over. We got the regular writers back on GH, and folks, it's pretty great. It is. Stories are moving forward. <laughs> uh, Jeannie is here. In Port Charles. Uh, Michelle is here. Taiwan is here. And we'll see who else shows up. <laughs> Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn. There we go. There we go. Anyway, uh, so, you know, climb all the way up to the 10th floor with us. The elevator door is open. You look over to the left, over chilling on the uh, chill couch. The new chill couch, by the way. Did you notice the new chill couch? So, so you they have the original chill couch, yeah, the is, bench, which is which is a bench, kind of, you know, yeah, you know, just just yeah. a random place for somebody to to sit in a hospital hallway. And mm -hmm. then they have another one that's more decor. There's a table, there's some stuff behind them. The couch is more comfortable. Oh, and it's it's so you know you know the set right? And yeah, they have the it, elevator, and they got the roundabout around the elevator. Yes. And yes, the bench, the regular the bench I'm talking about is here next to the examination room. Yes. So the yes. examination room goes and they got the two walls for the office examination room, whatever it is yes. they need that room to be. So on the other wall, not the one that mm -hmm. faces the elevator, but the one that uh -huh. faces the nurse's station. Yes. They set yes. up this other chill area. Oh. And they film some scenes there. I don't know why I didn't pay attention. I don't remember who was having, I think Carly was having the scenes. It was clearly in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a hundred thousand percent sure what was sitting there, but I remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. Hey Kate. This is Kate's first time watching live. Well, Kate, we're happy to have you. Well, welcome, Kate. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Never too crowded in the elevator. Never. 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 Plus, you know, we're all up here on the tenth floor. We're describing locations. <laughs> okay. People are talking. People are talking about what do we do? What do we do? What's going on, man? Our families are falling apart due to these secrets that we'd be keeping from each other. You know? And then you look over at the nurse's station, you can see Finn and Liz still head-to-head -head trying to figure out this whole this whole mess that he's in. 
Yes. So. Yeah. Hey, Ma. What's yeah. this thing? This thing that just popped up. Is it a timer? There's a timer. I don't. I don't. Why is there a timer mm -hmm. here? Ma, the, well, the timer has started now. It's counting down from thirty minutes. I don't understand. Well, this usually means one thing here on the tenth floor, doesn't it? Usually means good news, typically. I know. So I guess we're gonna have to find out in twenty-nine minutes and forty-five. But we did a thirty-minute countdown at nine a.m. We revealed that Remington Hoffman is gonna be right here on the channel at eleven a.m. next we week, did. January twenty-eighth. Remington Hoffman from Days of Our Life. Please leash in. Yes. Now there's Brother another Wendy. countdown. We already made one announcement. What could this one possibly be? I don't know. Could it be that we have two sources of good news? Is there a second thing that we need to say live right here on the 10th Floor Podcast channel? Holy smokes. Well, hang around. Find out what we got I back. Know. 28 minutes left. <laughs> uh, tw 29 minutes and 4 seconds. Well... And stick around and find out. Oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, geez. Ooh. Oh, I'm getting all nervous. You know, like, I don't know. My, 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 uh, my, uh, adrenaline is starting to, starting to feel anxious. 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 I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel a little, a little, a little on the edge. A little likely I don't know how to control my emotions anymore. You know? <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's kind of how I'm feeling <laughs> right now. <laughs> Drew is so angry, Ma. Like, I, I get what they're doing. I get, yeah. I get, I get, you know, he's had enough. He's been through so much, yada, yada. But he's just, he's so mean. They he, kind of, they have, they have spun him on his heels, haven't they? They haven't? have. Yeah. yeah. They have. They have. And they, um, they, they, he's just, he's just such the opposite. I, I get, I get that they're really trying to show, like, something is going on with Drew. Like, they're really leaning into that. He's going to wind up having some real anger issues. You know, like he already seems to have them, you know? Yes. Like, I just want to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they keep on talking about him getting beat up in Fentonville and getting beat up in Fentonville and getting beat up in Fentonville and getting beat up in Fentonville. And, oh yeah, <laughs> my poor mama, she's recovering. She's recovering from about of a little bit of an illness. So she'll be back here in just a moment. But um, what I'm talking about, though, is um they keep on talking about how he keeps on getting beat up in Pentonville. But we keep on glossing over the little fact of Rooney that he got beat up because he's a terrible prison spy. <laughs> Jeannie says, cue in oh, the voice. Okay, says, I came back. Me getting assaulted in prison was kind of my own fault. It wasn't because of what Nina did. Because I'm a bad prison spy. It's because he was trying to help Sonny because he decided I'm going to find out what's going on with Cyrus and his visitor. Why was Austin here? Let me dig into this. He dug into it for about 45 minutes before getting his butt kicked because he's incredibly bad at it. <laughs> Nina. And I, this isn't the start of like, let's defend Nina. Carly's wrong. This is not what I'm doing. I'm just talking huh? about this specific part of the story. Uh huh? Nina had nothing to do with Drew getting assaulted in prison. That wouldn't have happened if he made other choices while there. That's true. 
So, so they keep on, well, he was there and he, he got assaulted. He got beat up so bad, you know, it was da -da 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 -da. like the thing that was the worst part about him going to jail was the fact that he got beat up in jail. Yes. It had nothing to do with her. No, but she's still the root cause. Of... She is still the reason why yeah, he was there. Yes. That's, that is that's, undeniable. Yes. There is not going to be some, some mystery um, blindfold that gets pulled off of the audience's eyes before we find out that it was actually Tracy that reported them or something like that. That's no. that's not what's no, going to no, happen. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, well, Kate says that GH was great this past week. And because of I moments agree. like this, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think GH has been on fire since the strike ended. I thought it, it is... Uh, uh, pronounced difference yeah yeah, yeah i think for the better yeah yeah no, things, things are things are hitting harder well uh, no here i, I don't want to say things are hitting harder because gh you know when, when it comes time for them to pull the trigger on things they pull it and it's fun mm -hmm. it's just getting to the trigger pull <clears throat> has been kind of a challenge to me I, I think i think uh you know a lot of it i've really liked um and uh the biggest, the biggest, biggest difference is, you know, is things are moving forward now. Yes. And so there and is. Things, a, are, things are moving forward and evolving. Every week, the stories are crawling forward. And I'm not using crawling as, as, as a negative, as a pejorative, as they say in the, uh, the smart circles out there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that it's like, oh man, it's crawling. It's slow. It's boring. Uh, I, I'm saying it as in there is movement every week for these stories. And before there hadn't been, I don't want to say they're running because they're not running. You know, we're not in a completely different place Friday than we were Monday for the most part. We were this week when it came to like the Spencer stuff, mm -hmm. but other stories, you know, we're still, anyway, I've done a good job of explaining what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Melissa's here. Oh, goodness gracious. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. So, um, I, yeah, we can, we can talk about that mess. We can talk about Granny Gate. Because Granny oh. Gate, you know, Granny Gate before, you know, you talk about it, it's like, oh, man, the Granny Fight. Granny Fight 2023. Granny yeah. Fight 2023 is over. It's 2024. And boy, oh, boy, uh, have we moved on to new things when it comes to the yes. the rivalry, the uh, the enemy ship, uh, the one-upsmanship was... between Carly and Nina. Yeah, and I was beginning to think that Carly was going to, she kind of kind of led us to believe that she was going to take the high road and kind of leave it alone. Just pay attention to Bobby's, you know, do my thing, love on Drew. That's what it seemed like. Maybe she was going to take the high road. And she forgave Michael, didn't really let him off the hook completely, but did forgive Michael just as most of the audience, including myself, thought she would. They 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 argued about that, you know, they 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 tiffed. I don't want to say argued. Yeah, you know, he was like, "Oh man, I did this stuff. I feel bad about it, and here's why." And she goes, "Yeah, that was the the wrong thing to do, you dummy." Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this was a hurtful choice. Um, you know, we're upset by it, but not going to be like I'm not going to call you tomorrow morning to find out if you slept okay, kid. You know, and I get that. That's I think, how it ended. Yeah, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, there's a lot. There, there's a number of people out there that that don't like Carly. You know, they just, they, they, they don't like Carly. They haven't liked Carly for a number of years. It's, it's just something mm -hmm. that they decided, you know, mm -hmm. valid, invalid, whether or not you can back it up with receipts or not, or all that kind of stuff that you want to do on online social interaction, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, the, that, there's a number of people out there that have decided that they just don't like her, but she is 
in my opinion, one of the most well-thought-out, well-rounded, and well-fleshed-out characters that they have on GH. I think so, too. And when it comes down to it, the way that she approaches things as a mother, I find to be very authentic. The way that she approached things as a daughter over the last couple of weeks has been very authentic. Yes. I think there's a lot of authenticity in the Carly character. Whether or not people are happy that she runs this business or is the editor-in-chief of this, that, or the other thing, there's no denying the quality in the relationships that she has with the other characters. Yes. It's just... I'm a big Carly fan. I love Carly. Yeah. You know, I just all kind of always have. Now, is Carly different than the Carly we saw that, you know, from the other actresses that portrayed her? Yes. Mm -hmm. And also just she was a young, young woman then. Yeah. So, you know, Carly's been on for a very long time. She's going to evolve. And she's just not as. She's still a spitfire. And, and, you know, and too compulsive. She's still all that. You, you but know, she's not as conniving as she used to be. No. However, she looked like a badass in that uh, leather. I said on Twitter that. that skirt, right? Ooh, yeah, I, I said on Twitter God. she needed wrestling entrance play. music for that. Sorry? I said on Twitter that they needed wrestling entrance music for that. Right. Yeah, they need, like, yeah, they need they needed some kind of you, something. You know, where he's yeah. standing there and he's like, you, you know, you get to sign this termination agreement. And it's like, oh, fine. She does it on a protest. And, you know, and then she just walks in with that saunter and the hair and the clothes. And you just needed like, like and, a, like a, if you smell what Carly is cooking. Dum, 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 her smirk was dum, just. <laughs> really. It was good. It was good. It was, it she was, looked it was a good so moment. satisfied, didn't she? She was so satisfied. And so, you know, going back to what you were saying, where, you know, well, they, they, they were trying to make us think that she was taking the high road. Uh, you know what? You, you know what I think we have is just different aspects of this rivalry. She's talking to Michael about SEC, about jail time, about Nina did this and we kept this secret that and da 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 da. And she's like, I just, I want to be beyond that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she wants to be beyond sticking it to Nina. She just wants to be beyond being so dragged down and in the midst of this specific SEC prison. Mm. You did this to me. You kept this secret. Uh, you blah, blah, blah. She wants to be done with that argument, but not necessarily the war. No. And and she's got and someone to battle with, too, because Drew wants, oh, he's smelling blood in the water, too, isn't he? Yes. Now here's the you big really question. You really want though. to stick it to Nina Good. So, uh, so they're on the same page right now, Drew and Carly is. But as mm-hmm. time goes forward, Nina may be satisfied with this. Maybe this is her her victory thing. She mm-hmm. took my hotel. I took her magazine. Boom, we're done. Yeah. And that might not be enough for Drew. Yeah, well, no, Drew. Drew's well. Drew's like, like you know, like we said, he's got some anger issues. He's angry. Yes, he is angry. He's very yes. angry because and he got beat up in jail of his own fault. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of goofy in a way because if he was going to come back, if he was going to be this way, his behavior was like this. You would make sense that he would come. He would have been like this when he came home from Crete. Right. I think that that was the more traumatic experience. Was Me too. being locked away for years. 
by Victor. Um, I, I like they they've done a reasonable job of explaining it when it comes to an in universe in story thing. They've talked about it. Mm-hmm. After all of this, after Creed, I found myself in a role that really wasn't me, but I felt I needed to live up to the expectations that the family was putting on me to be, yes, the the ball of joy. But that's not yeah. me. And we have examples of that with the Drew character before. Yes, you know Drew Kane as played by uh, Billy Miller with Jason Memories. You know he wasn't like. You know, he was a little more loving and lighthearted than Jason Morgan was, but he wasn't yeah. doing cartwheels and no you know, playing house and putting on funny hats and, you know. No, not really. No. He had his moments, but no. Mm-hmm. But he was still there to get in somebody's face and, and, and tell them to, mm-hmm. to back down and, and, you know, buck up in positions he needed to and not just be like, let's get you. Come on, guys, let's just be friends. You know, mm-hmm. that really wasn't him. <laughs> And that, especially no. when um, Roger Howarth was playing Drew, like real Drew, Drew Memories Drew, mm-hmm. like Roger Howarth before Cameron Matheson was the only depiction of normal Drew Yeah. than we had previously gotten. And he wasn't very friendly either. No. He was very like, I don't care what it is this body had been up to in the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I you know... Walls, walls, walls. Yeah. Yeah, walls. Huh. All kind, all sorts of walls. So yeah. uh, when it comes down to it, you know, there has been some sort of history when it comes to the Drew character that sort of supports this attitude. But the launching point seems to be a little too recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. what it comes down to. Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh-huh. when it comes down to it, that's a minor criticism, right? I'm not I'm not mad about it because you know I want to see Cameron Matheson depicted in a different way than what he has been for me. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, we, we, we call for a couple of characters to maybe grow a little bit more of an edge. And yep. Drew was one of them. We talked about Chase as well, but I think Chase is gonna continue to stay just that really like kind of innocent dude. I think so too because I I think there you know there's there's the whole um, Gregory storyline that has to be told with yeah. Chase part of it. Yes, yeah. And when it comes down to it, Chase, um, Chase as a character, Chase as a concept, an idea as a as a theory on an ensemble cast, it's a good idea to have somebody that's like a Griffin Monroe or a Chase Harrison Chase <laughs> who is kind of morally better than everybody else. To have yeah. something to compare to, to clash against, to have somebody that really comes in to be like, if you push this character to a, a certain degree, it feels different because it's less deserved. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some there's some there's some entertainment to explore in having at least one character that isn't a trash bag. Ultimately, <laughs> you know, like them or hate them, also characters are trash bags. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, they've all done something. All That's of true. them have done something. They have. <laughs> I can't the Canadian cutie Matheson says Kelly it's true it's true people love him up there in Canada same yep. thing with Dominic Zambrona mm-hmm. <laughs> Taiwan thinks that Jason's personality is bleeding into Drew and he's having some difficulty trying to keep some of those anger urges from the Jason side from bleeding through I, I think I think you're on to something there that might I... be something to explore especially since yeah. Steve Burton's on the way back yeah. You know, now would be the time to start laying the in, groundwork of story. 
if they don't um if they don't have drew written out and so i can't see why they would do that there there should be some kind of interaction between drew and jason at some point in the next few weeks i hope mm-hmm. and when they let when their story left off they were in a good spot as brothers yeah right yeah yeah they they they, they did i mean they were coming together they were working together a little bit they were actually doing the grease thing together i believe Yes, they were. Uh, I think Drew actually saw the the cave in that landed yes. on Jason. You know that was witnessed by Britt by everybody. Yes. You know, so uh, so yeah, there's definitely. Hey, Rocco. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so there's uh there's definitely room uh, there. There's all kinds of room to explore in a Jason return. You know, all sorts of relationships uh, that can be um, reignited between him and Carly, readdressed between him and Drew. Or even explored really in detail for the first time, like his relationships with Jake and Danny. Mm-hmm. Because they're teens now, and what we have already set up in the past is is kind of um, a little bit of a, a differing personality. Uh, or not person, of course they have different personalities. Uh-huh. Uh, but different uh, t- t- takes yeah. on approaches to trouble. Sure, uh, <laughs> sure. We know when Jason, when Jason uh, um, had the rocks fall on his head, yeah. those little boys were more like you know uh 10 11 years old and now they're supposed to be 15 or 16 yeah right? yeah so you know there's uh, between 14 and 16 type of you know uh in your teenage years yeah. type of characters uh clearly jake is is supposed to be like the oldest of the group uh, the actor looks the most oldest and mm-hmm. i think jake has been around the longest anyway, i think so too. so yeah Plus the same actor playing him the uh-huh. longest as well. You know, they've replaced all of those kids. Scarlett Fernandez left and came back, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Boy, so they I... sure did have her just like, well, I guess she's just doing fine, getting better, huh? You know, um, you know, we're, we're talking about how things are crawling forward, but then there's other stuff that's been left behind in the dust entirely and it hasn't been touched upon in months. Uh, part of that, again, has to do, I think, with transition time. That, that yeah. Charlotte, Anna, all of that stuff, Pikeman, mm-hmm. which I guess is completely over now. Um, that was that was heavily, you know, like Strike Story. Yeah. And since we're not in Strike Story anymore and we got the other people who weren't writing those stories, who don't have an emotional connection to those things that have been written. Yeah. It's pretty easy to leave that behind if, if you don't really know what you want to do with it. If you want to wait until James Patrick Stewart is back. That's true. You know, because he's off filming. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, any any number of different things could be influencing mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. You know, I think Jason coming back is a prime opportunity to reignite some of that stuff, to bring some of that stuff back into light. And I'm not saying, oh, this is our chance to f- feature a 15-year-old actor prominently five days a week. It, it It's not going to be about jake and danny it'll be about jason's reaction to jake and danny Uh, but i think that 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 is good story that should be explored especially since he's got two kids now well one of them is like guns are bad and the other one's like oh i could have done more Mm -hmm. you know Mm where we can have one that's like i hate that you died twice on me dad yeah and the other (laughs) one going i appreciate and respect how much you do for us how how you're willing to put your life on the line for our protection you Uh know like we could I think it could be very interesting. We'll see if they're gonna, you know, or they, we'll see what they do when he, when he comes back. Or they get, and you know, in the past, he hasn't been all that present in his mm. children's lives. No, no, because he keeps on dying, and he keeps on dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so chat <laughs> chat is uh, debating as to whether or not Steve Burton has filmed any scenes yet. The answer that I have to that is I have no idea. 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has, I, maybe he hasn't. You guys probably have a better idea than we do. This is my, this is my guess. <laughs> this is my guess. Um, if he hasn't, it sure will be any day now. Yeah, right. It's gotta be. Right? You know? Any day. Yeah. We only got a week left in January. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, you guys, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, Jeannie, Jeannie's referencing the uh, the podcast that Stephen Bradford do on that one website that I feel weird about mentioning it because they're a rival of soap opera news, you know? <laughs> yeah. So at the same time, it's where you find that podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they 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 have it. They have Pretty it. Pretty easy to find, though. Yeah, you know, just just Google it and you'll find it real easy. Or you just look at what what Genie wrote in the chat, and it's it's not a real thing. It's not real. I don't want to promote them. I don't hate them. You find Daily Drama, DailyDrama.com. Go check them out if you want to. But uh, you know, soap opera news is where my heart is because that's where you can find things that I write. And you know what I wrote this week, Ma? What did you write this week? I wrote this week the performers of the week article. SoapOperaNews.net, oh. and do you know who the performers of the week on SoapOperaNews.net was this week? There were How four many? of them. No, oh, there was four of them. So there's one for every show. No, 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 no. The accolade was so difficult to give out to just one actor this week on General Hospital that we had to give it to four actors. Oh, okay. Avery Pole. Nope. Close cut, close cut. But the there there was a reason why she didn't make it, and that is, she wasn't in this particular scene. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Adam Huss. I'm yeah. talking about Nicholas Alexander Chavez. And yes. I'm talking about Joey and Jay or whatever their names are. Clay. I, I think know they're Joey the, and Jay Clay. The the babies were the babies. incredible. The babies were so, the babies stole the show. There was a great scene. And yes, I heard all the dialogue as well. It was a great scene. Yeah. But that baby, he was so, he was just so darling. So like, adorable. Oh, and he was like, hey, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I'd like, if and I ever, like, ever yeah. have a chance to ask him, I want to know how long Adam Huss hung out with that kid. <laughs> or if he's just like, oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just cuddled on him. Yeah. And then he cuddled and then he cuddled on uh Nicholas Chavez too and went found fell asleep. He fell right asleep. And that makes me think that <laughs> they that darling. they and that makes darling. me think that they were able to successfully film that scene one time without mm -hmm. any breaks, without having to go and swap out the kid for his twin or anything, because <laughs> once that kid fell asleep, they were asleep. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't even really bothered being asleep and being handed to another person. I really, I, I loved it all, but they surprised me, you guys. I don't know about y'all, but they surprised me because I thought that maybe they would get where they were, but I thought there would be a lot more confrontation, a lot more fighting, a lot more yelling at one another to get there. I there really wasn't. liked that we didn't get all of that fighting because that's what we expected, you know? Yeah. And it means something totally different for Nicholas to walk in and for Spencer to be like, I'm your dad. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like that, that show, that shows a lot between the two of them. And I think yeah. that shows the relationship between the two of them that the fans have been wanting to see, or at least the vocal fans on Twitter have been mm -hmm. wanting to see is more of that, 
that that undeniable, unending, you know, uh, unconditional yeah. bond between Nicholas and Spencer. Love bond of, of of the two of them. Yeah, you know, and there was a lot of um, a very endearing stuff as as um, Spencer as a child, Nicholas as his dad back in the day. There was lots of endearing cute father-son stuff to break mm -hmm. us make us really believe that you know they have an unbreakable bond even though that nicholas is a scoundrel though isn't he yeah he's a scoundrel but yeah. uh i didn't think i didn't think that they were gonna play it that spencer gave up the baby so easy however i do kind of understand why mm -hmm. because he is totally totally submerged in the fact that she understands she remembers and she's more dangerous than ever he's giving he no has convinced himself and it's so weird because i think that nesma or nicholas has shown more of a danger to ace than Esme has. yeah he's more <laughs> radical isn't he he sure is you know i mean there's a difference between being somebody you know, you know i don't like you i don't trust you because of things that you've done to me i get that you're worried about her you know warping his fragile little mind and all of that mm -hmm. sort of stuff but there's other influences in this kid's life than just esme yeah. if he has access to those other influences spencer hey, has removed ace from these influences and given him to just a bad one yeah. he might see nicholas as less of a problem than esme is but Hey, Spencer, do you think that Nicholas makes good choices on the regular? His answer should be no. Yeah. And <laughs> and even though Esme, Esme is so awful, and we all know it, and we all know that she's so awful. Mm -hmm. However, they have shown us nothing but a caring, loving, sweet mom. Right. And they showed the that too, even before she bumped her head and lost her memories. They showed the, the the loving bond that she was developing with Ace. Yes. The Christmas. Christmas tree was what triggered her memories. And that was all tied into, you know, bonding with Ace. That was, you know, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Goodness. Yes. I, oh, my gosh. And she is going to go off the rails. I think she's going to, she's going to just lean into her badness because she's think I Esme has now thought that she's done things the right way and it got her nothing. Nothing. So now I'm just gonna do bad things again. I'm just gonna light the cards on lean fire. Into my, lean into myself and of course, you know, she's being kind of rejected along the way. Not really by Laura, but she is kind of being rejected along the way for help. Um you know, going to Cyrus. Hmm. It's only she's gonna be talking to her mom in the next week. Oh, definitely. Mom's going to hatch a plan for her. I think that on one hand, you know, did Esme want Cyrus to do something more direct about it? Yeah, for sure. On the other hand, he did something that Esme, it's better that Esme didn't do directly, which was mm -hmm. let Laura know. Mm-hmm. True. So since Cyrus was the one that told Laura and not Esme, that gives her a little bit of a distance so to speak. So, and of course, Cyrus appears to have done the right thing by telling his sister, but didn't he make a phone call as well to somebody? Uh, he probably, yes. You know, you know, Cyrus has got, you know, both hands working, right? At all times. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I just got a message on, on, on Instagram saying, Hey, uh, I can't find your podcast on, on the, the apps. It's okay. Don't worry. If you can't find them, I'm going to fix it right after this. I'll take a look. I'll see what might be happening. If you can't access the newest episodes, I'll try to fix that. Hmm. For the audio listeners. Whatever. I'll look into it. I hope it's recording. My gosh. Oh gosh, you know, it's recording. We're definitely recording. We're, we have the library on YouTube and I've been uploading to the audio platform. But if people are having access or difficulty accessing yeah. that library, I'll definitely take a look at it. Take a look at it. 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah, um, so I was just surprised. I was just surprised. I didn't think... I thought that they might have some fussing and stuff. And I thought maybe Spencer would leave with him. You know, that I thought for a moment, happened. too. I thought for a moment, too. But, you know, I guess the love for Trina is too strong. But here's the thing. Once Trina finds out that Spencer gave away Ace, come on, right? Right. There's no way. I don't, well... I don't think her reaction this time is going to be finally. You know, there's no, yeah, I don't think, there, I, I just don't see her going, I don't think you, so. you did, okay, well, that seems like a reasonable choice, Spencer. You know, I just, ugh. Ugh. Well. It's called Clyde and Salem. Come on, you people, what is it with your multiverse jumping? Esway <laughs> is, is going to lash out everywhere. She's going to be so mad. So betrayed, she's going to lean into everything. And, you know, to a little bit of degree, i kind of on her side. Yeah. Tiny, yeah. tiny bit. A little bit. I get tiny, it. Tiny, tiny bit. I know, you know, all that stuff she, she got by with, do I think she should still get by with it? No. no. But to punish her through her child, when she's been a good mother, she's never even put yeah. the baby in danger. Not that's even the, that's the thing, you know? They're like, oh, she's such fall. a danger. She's such a danger. Not to Ace. Not to not Ace. Not to Ace. She's not a danger to Ace. Mama, there's 10 seconds left on this timer. Now there's five seconds left on this timer. Two, one, zero. <laughs> that is it. Okay. I don't know what what's going is on? the news we're here we're, we're, we're at zero the news because you know we are we already we already talked about this at 9 a.m ma mm -hmm. we already know that remington hoffman is going to be here on this channel on january 28th at 11 a.m plays lee shin on days of our lives he sure does or did i don't know exactly how to describe it <laughs> but he was lee shin on days of our lives he's going to be here next week at 11 a.m., so what could this one possibly be about? Well, according to my program notes, on February 4th, which is a week after Remington Hoffman's appearance, live right here on the 10th floor, yes. at 11 a.m., we're going to have ourselves Tanisha Harper on the show. Jordan Ashford is going to stop right here on the 10th floor. February 4th. At 11 Isn't that fabulous? Huh. Yes. Um, no, no, not Adam Huss. Everybody's guessing Adam Huss, but no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He's busy doing, doing other. I, I haven't reached out. I haven't asked yet because, my God, you, you pull up the internet and you will find an interview with Adam Huss. 
<laughs> he's all over right now. So, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe when it comes back on the next time, you know, so there's even more to talk about. Anyway, what are we talking about out of us for? No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Jordan, Jordan Ashford's going to be here. Tanisha Harper, Jordan Ashford, number three, I think. Right here She's live on the 10th floor. We had a chance to talk to her at the red carpet. Us. We talked to her on the red carpet at the Emmys. Yeah. So that's a little interview there. A little brief, a little three minutes uh -huh. with Tanisha Harper. But we're going to have much more time with her here on the 10th floor. So that's exciting. Talk about the Ashfords. Talk about being a cop, being a lieutenant mayor, potentially, mm -hmm. I guess, being kidnapped. Has she been kidnapped, folks? We were having trouble remembering. So Ma and I were talking pre-show pre about Jordan. And we're like, well, she's on an adventure. And she's like, she is. My mom was like, she is. And I'm like, yeah, she got a phone call or something. So is she gone? Is she amazing? Oh, those two dogs approached her, remember? Oh, see, there we go. See, yes. Oh, my gosh. She left the to go meet something. Her. She meant to go meet somebody or meet somebody or something. Yes. And the two thugs approached her. She was on one of the piers. Yes. Yeah, don't right? go to the piers, folks. Don't go to the docks. No. Stay away from the piers. Anyway, yes. Yes, your two thugs approached her. So, <laughs> did you kidnap Jordan for the interview? Yeah. I did. I did, Melissa. That's exactly if we have kidnapped Jordan. <laughs> so she could be right here live on the 10th floor, February 4th at 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, she says, I can't go full Peter August. But you can't tell me what to do, Melissa. <laughs> I'm still out of practice. I don't know if I can still do it. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? It's been a long time. In a while. So that's our news, you guys. Yeah, that's Thank our 30-minute countdown news. So, hey, for those who watched at 9 a.m. for Days for Dummies and those who watched at 11 a.m. for 10 floor, you got a double dose of 30-minute countdown news. That also means that two weeks in a row, back-to-back, -back, starting next week, we're going to have, you know, interviews. So that's that's fun. That's exciting. It is. Happy to it do is. that here on the 10th floor. Oh, man. That's a good start for 2024. I debated it because I'm like, do I want to do two back to back? Do I want to space it out? But then I'm also like, these people are busy. Let me not. Let me not try to drag this out. Let me not, let me not book somebody for June. I feel like that's a. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really easy for them to not show up. <laughs> Rachel wants to know if uh, Jordan was taken by WSB thugs. We, we really don't know. I don't think I don't think WSB thugs. No, I, I, we don't, we don't know yet because they were, you know. I think just... somebody hasn't been properly punished for planting false evidence against Cyrus Renault to send him to jail. And Cyrus is continuing to bring bad things to people he finds as bad oh, people. Oh boy. Maybe. Maybe. So you're not believing Brother Renault at all now. I don't know what I believe in anymore, Ma. Cyrus is so hard to read, but also at the same time, yes, so, so, so yeah, right. And because he, so Esme goes and talks to Cyrus, right? And they're having this conversation, and Jeff Cober, amazing Emmy winner, well deserving of every accolade that I could possibly throw at him. There is just there was such genuinity, genuineness in his uh, conversation with Esme, because right now you can tell there there's 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 like different speech patterns i guess you can say that cyrus takes yeah. depending on what he's doing if he's yeah. being more nefarious it's going to be deeper and a little more controlled and a little more maybe there's something behind my words mm -hmm. uh, like when he talks to nina or when he talks to sunny yeah but when he was talking to esme he's like well what's going on yeah explain why this is a problem you, you know like it was very 
not layered. It was very genuine. Yeah. And I just love yeah. to notice that sort of stuff in, in performances. But to me, Cyrus is like, right, he, he's trying to be as just as, as uh, non-menacing as possible. Uh, trying to shake off his dangerous coat, right? Mm -hmm. He's really trying. He's really trying. But he's like Santa Claus with a sack of presents, but he's got a sack of secrets and a <laughs> sack of everything he's overheard, you know? And just the observation, he's just taking it all in, just putting it in his sack. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's my secret. There's my secret. Or here's a gift for you. Here's a gift for you. Don't notice this other sack. Don't don't mind this other sack that I'm taking this uh -huh. and putting it in. But here's a exactly. gift for you and a gift for you. I hear that. I hear yeah. that. I hear that. Oh my goodness! Uh, get get Stephen Bradford. Hey, you you guys, go ahead. <laughs> Reach out to Stephen Bradford and send him right over here to the tenth floor. We'll have I've him. Tried many times, guys. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your congratulations, Jacarius. Jacarius also wants to know what my least favorite part of the week is, and that's that's a hard question for me to answer because I don't remember the stuff that I didn't like. Um. <laughs> You know, it's, Try it's not to, you huh? know, unless it's particularly egregious. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't really remember what my least favorite part of the week is because I'm not really thinking about it at all. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't stick with me. But then also means that I don't remember detail later on, too. Sometimes. So maybe I'm too forgiving of some of these characters that need to be more uh, scrutinized. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, because he never realized what the cat will do, Cyrus doesn't know. Cyrus only thinks of Nicholas. I don't know. I don't know, Taiwan. You know, because he, he is attached to Nicholas. He's also attached to Ace, Esme's right. Tucking away I from us. Out of all the Cassidines, out of the, all the Cassidines, um, I would think that Cyrus has probably got the most, um, um, you know, he, Spencer got his little special spot for him because of the prison and everything. Mm -hmm. like and Cyrus did mention that, you know, that doesn't sound like, like something Spencer would do, but mm -hmm. it is. He did it, it Cyrus. Is. But, you know, like I said, he he told Laura, uh, bo both of them being like, I don't want to touch this thing with a 10 foot pole. Let's give it to the good person. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they tell Laura and then Laura, you know, she turns on her heel and she basically is like, Spencer, you dumb, dumb. Mm hmm. But loudly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. It, Esme's going to retaliate in big ways. I know she is. So, um, uh, I, I think that Spencer's going to wind up um, considered dead. That's what I think. A, I'm going way out there, folks. I'm reaching out there. I don't care what spoilers say because spoilers could be misinterpreted very easily because spoilers aren't this is what happens for the most part. Spoilers are like, here's a vague suggestion of things that may come. Um, so I think that Spencer is going is, is, is gonna to go missing. They're going to think he's dead. There's going to be something, something when it comes to Spencer. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that Trina is going to be gone for an extended period of time. Do I have evidence to support this? No, this is just what I think. Yeah, this is just your personal storytelling of what you think is going to yeah. happen. I don't think that she's going to be gone for an experience at a time because I don't think it's a good idea to get rid of of um, of Taviana Ali for an ex extended period of time. I know that people like Sprina as a whole, but I'm not going to get rid of both of them. That's dumb. 
I think it's dumb too. You know, they're both yeah. they're both popular characters on their own. And so to get rid of both of them as a unit because one of them needs to go away is stupid. But I I hope that they keep on writing some good story for Trina. I don't want her character. I don't want Trina to be put on the back burner because they're, they cannot depict Sprina right now. No, I, I I I want them to move forward in in whatever it is else they got going yeah. on. Plus, you and know, if if Spencer does wind up dead or missing and she comes back, or if she finds yeah. out that Spencer gave Ace to Nicholas and she's like, "I'm going to leave you here in Europe. You got to figure the f out and don't come back to town until you've got a good apology lined up." I don't know, you know. Yeah, uh, it's something. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I wanted to come back sooner rather than later, and I wanted them to move forward with uh, with other connections that she has. She can get involved with with Jocelyn's life. She can get involved with uh, her, her parents' life. She can even start her own new story with new characters that they bring in. Could be. You know, I, I don't like the Adam pairing I, just because I think that that Joshua Bernard looks too young compared to the rest of the cast of that age group. And I know that's you a know. silly thing. And I was on the other end of the ageism spectrum before. I'm like, be nice to new Molly. But uh, but in this case, <laughs> it just he just he comes in just it, it doesn't it doesn't guys, lend to me. <laughs> did you guys notice that uh, Adam's dad is the same doctor from the days of our lives when they're trying when they're when they're got a dirty doctor for the whole baby thing with Sloan? <laughs> Same actor. Yeah, he must have He's a good. Thirty on both ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a bigger, <laughs> juicier role, but we'll see. Maybe he has to show up at Days of Our Lives to, to yeah. continue to take money from from Sloan and Melinda. <laughs> I did. I just thought that I, I thought that the character. I just thought that that the the character would look he's more kidding. menacing than him. Mm -hmm. The dad, but he's not. But he's not. He's just a jerk. Yeah. He's just a royal jerk. Yeah, well, he's going to get an earful. You know, he's talking to Joss all, all, you know, like he's just, well, I'm, I'm in charge of everything because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm -hmm. going to go my way. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a strong doctor. You're going to get out of my kid's life. That's quarter away from here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at his. Look at his, and I hope you know. I hope that they 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 show us a a recovery arc for Adam, and for him standing up for himself too. And from what I understand, from what I understand, Eden will be back to I think play in, Joss in the next few days. Yeah, I think in like early February or something is when she's slated to return to the role. Yeah, a uh, good work from Tim Joss. You know, if they find room for her in the future, I'm sure, yeah. you know, she can blend right into the cast. They've done it before. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Carolyn doesn't care about the Adam storyline. Um, Medora is just really interested in what the heck Taggart's up to. The show is not interested in what Taggart is up to. Yeah. Um, when it comes down to it, I, I get it from, from, um, from a contracted character standpoint, from a budget standpoint, from a, well, we're doing this, that, and the other stuff with this, that, and the other stories. Don't have the the room, the minutes in the episode, or even the dollars to give to Rael Andrews for Taggart. So um, they're just not interested. They're just not interested in telling that story. They aren't. They aren't. And I was kind of hoping they would for a second. Because mm -hmm. um, you guys remember that one scene where Jordan's talking to Taggart about being the chief of police? Yeah. 
possibly. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then that was never, ever revisited. No. And I was, I thought, I thought that that was an opportunity. I thought that he, he would be um, more of a badass in a way mm-hmm. because he's always been a truth teller, yes. you know, and he's pretty menacing when he wants to be, when he's being a cop. And at the same time, I thought he would bring so much comedy to it. I was looking forward to seeing it. If yeah. they decided to do that, but they didn't do that. No, no, no. They, no, they, they didn't. They don't. For whatever reason, the Taggart character isn't somebody that they're interested in exploring no. or anything like that. And um, this is. And it's just but, a fact. But, but, but. Bring them back for a day, two, three. I don't care. The last. The last few things we saw him to do as, as a character were were one was really good and one was, you know, not so good. Mm-hmm. His scenes when he finds out that Trina's not his daughter, his scenes alone in the in the elevator are so good. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a great actor. But the last thing they showed us Taggart doing was falling off the wagon. Yeah, That's not the last thing I want to see for Taggart. Some, some booze in his coffee. So just just erase that from, from your mind. You know, just forget that that is the well, last thing that you saw. that's why I say that they need yeah. to double it back and just have him on for just, you know. Just a minute. Even if they don't develop him. Mm-hmm. Don't leave Taggart like that. Come. Don't, don't let us continue to think that he's continuing to spike his coffee. No. You know, he could have gotten over it. Yeah. You know. You know, you know, you know. That's, Agreed, Medora. We need Taggart back, says Michelle. You know, there's interest out there. It's just interest from the fans, for sure. I'm not saying that it's bad or wrong or you shouldn't want it. You should absolutely want it if that's what you want. But the reality of the sitch is this show is just not interested in doing that right now. It's pretty clear that they're really not interested in doing that right now. No, but I, you know what I think they are interested in doing? I think they're interested in having um Curtis, this surgery being like crazy off the rails, good yes Possibly he's gonna he's works. gonna be able to do a jig by by uh by their first anniversary I, I think he'll be wiggling his toes by the end of this week i do oh goodness uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh well maybe the writers will make it interesting in the future that's some good optimism kelly you know when they find story they find time they find the desire or the room or the space to tell the story maybe they will um, what do you guys what do you guys think about um now, Harley's little revenge right now that she has standing in the doorway is of crimson looking like a badass in that suit. Good. <laughs> what you guys think of Carly standing in the doorway of crimson? Everybody, speak speak your praises. <laughs> speak your praises of Carly right now. Uh, just to close out what we were talking about, too, with the younger group, um, there was some debate as to, you know, the Trina Taggart potentiality. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are interested in that. <laughs> currently uh and then it broke down into whether or not adam and joss are going to wind up together and i just don't see that either i think dex and joss are just fine i don't see De- i don't see adam getting in the way of that um if we really think about it folks let's let's really break this down okay we've got a young person in the friends group under a lot of pressure who's a musician who's a sensitive soul who could have easily been cameron weber <laughs> <laughs> Putting a lot of pressure on himself to provide for his family. Uh-huh. Maybe making a mistake with some ADD pills. Maybe uh-huh. that grows to a new thing. I don't know about a whole suicide attempt, but it could be an accidental overdose type of deal. 
this uh-huh. could very well have been Cameron's story. And we need to keep that in mind. Because Jocelyn wasn't going to leave Dex for Cameron. Could very easily have been Cameron Weber in this place. I just don't see... Yeah, and I don't see Jocelyn. Now that she's been with Dex, I, I don't see Jocelyn go, you know, dating a college boy. In, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't see... Don't see that. Melissa says, Saddam is no competition for sexy Dexy. Uh, it's interesting, <laughs> Saddam. You know, that's an interesting thing. But you know what? You know, my first thought when I, when, I, when I read the name Saddam was, my God, if people called him this in high school, it could have been a huge problem for this poor child. Yeah. If you're depressive I, and, you I know, kind of antisocial and kind see. of... Uh, and then I, you get called Saddam for your life? Like, that can make oh, things I way worse. Oh, I easily see that actually happening. It would have happened at my high school. <laughs> would have. Yeah. And that, that poor poor Adam would have felt even worse. Uh-huh. Because people who are usually, usually, in my experience, people who are suffering from an uncontrollable depression, like Adam is, if you remind them that they're in a pit and they can't get out of it, they, get, they feel even worse because they recognize it, realize it, wish that they could, and now people know. Now they've noticed. And that's mm-hmm. awful. That's worse. Yeah. It's a good funny name though, Saddam. It is. <laughs> ah, why is bullying so fun? <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Uh but um but yeah, pe- people people say Carly stays the queen sauntering in with her hair and her in her inner suit. Um, I know, I love I love the way she was dressed. I love the the, the pencil skirt and the leather, not, not, you know, not too over the top, but oh man, she looked like a badass. And then the smirk on her face was. <laughs> She's actually the cover art for, for the, for the YouTube this week is, is this thing right here. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Now I've got your magazine, B word. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have my hotel film. Well, I'm going to take your bag, uh, you know, and then, you know, pe- people out there, people, people out there either wildly in support or not of uh, mm-hmm. Drew's decision of Carly accepting Drew's uh, offer of, of moving forward. And the big question is, Mother, is Carly going to run a successful magazine? Well, just like we had the questions, is she going to be able to run a successful diner? The answer is yes, of course she's going to. Yeah, I think she's going to probably... Man, I really like her in the in Bobby's. I like Carly in Bobby's, but I don't think she's going to stay there. Hopefully, she visits, goes back to that set more often. I just I liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the Crimson thing will be temporary. She doesn't have to be the editor in chief of this magazine for the next decade. Oh, you know, uh, when it comes down to it, again, you know, I've said it on the podcast before. We could just retire the magazine. We could, you know, before now, like they hadn't even been doing it. Like how, how on earth has Nina had time to be the editor in chief of this magazine? Right. Haven't we always said, haven't we always said that, that she could be, she went to Nixon's Falls. That magazine didn't need her. Not a lick. Oh, that magazine, right? She isn't a crimson. Crimson's fine without her, you know? <laughs> the whole uh, team probably when she walks back in Sandra's back in with taking all control they're like oh man we were doing fine shit this is something that I see before because <laughs> Daisy brings up well Carly ran deception and this is something that people have been saying in support of her successful operating of this Crimson magazine but I just say 
just to be the devil's advocate. Designing makeup and selling fashion are two different worlds. Yes. Two entirely different worlds, two completely different businesses, communities, two different, completely different approaches to artistry, um, safety, testing, regulations. Like there's so much more to makeup really than it is to designing clothes or not even to designing clothes saying well, that looks good. To, put it in my magazine, you know, the, the piece that the puzzle that makes them kind of overlap a little bit is advertising. Yeah, I guess that would be it. That would be it. But like Nina said, you know, you have to have celebrity contacts. You need to have your finger on the pulse of the future. Mm -hmm. You need to have all of these things and you don't got it. You ain't got it. <laughs> well, I don't think Drew or Carly even care about the success of that magazine. It could fall in the toilet tomorrow. They'd say good. Well, he was good ready to just close life. it down if she didn't quit. So, yeah. Yeah, they he want to run care. it in her nose first. That's yeah, they don't really care if it succeeds. Uh -uh. They just want her to make sure she smells it good. <laughs> People saying, well, Maxie made Nina. Maxie used to run Crimson. It's, it's really Maxie's baby. And that's true. That's true. That's very true. 100% true. That's very true. But, you know, the lessons that Maxie laid down, Nina picked up. Yeah. There was no and, denying. You know, even when and, she was dating Jax, Jax was like, oh, circulation is way up. Y'all doing a great she, job. And it's not like she dis and it's not like she discovered the magazine as her baby creation. No, it's no. Kate Howard's baby creation. Exactly. She'll be fine. She just bummed out. Fine. She'll be fine. You know, like if it was her choice, she wouldn't be like, oh, baby, baby, baby. you know, but if she was like, Oh, I, I I can't do this anymore, then she'd be like, Hey, I'm fine. But since it was Carly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, Carly has to be careful. She has to be careful because if she rubs Nina's nose and things for too long and too hard, well, then other people might have be feeling sorry for her. Perhaps Willow might be wavered a little bit if she now finds out that Carly's just tormenting the hell out of Nina. That'll make Carly know better. I don't she has know. To be careful. I don't know how Revenge it's going to go. should be sweet, but not stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> It, it's at this point in which things might be be you know we we could have called it a a, a cold war between the grannies for a little <laughs> bit you know they hadn't been they'd been bickering but the last thing that they had like done was the SEC thing which was a long time ago now that well, was like tried, the last act right they tried to show that the two of them were going to try to like coexist in some way when they had to mm -hmm. for the sake of everybody ever since. Nina married Carl. But they still just were going to roll their eyes and not like each other and just, you know, have coldness between but each other. Cordial, don't catfight. Right, 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 right. You know, you don't feel different, but we're not going to catfight. But I think we're going to get back into reaching into each other's lives and, and really manipulating and messing with them. And yeah, trying to do new things to damage one another. Mm -hmm. That's and this what they're going to do. And this is and, what, and then, and the, um, and maybe the conflict between Carly and Drew will be Carly going, ah. I just want this to be over. If I don't do anything, if I just don't do anything, Drew, it'll be over. Right. If she, if I just let this go and do not retaliate on my own, she'll have nothing to retaliate against again, and this will be done. It'll be done. And you can't do that. Enough. We can't let her get away with it. Soon enough, there'll be one fine gentleman with a leather jacket that will just arrive and she will be distracted. Drew is going to be sitting behind the Crimson Editor's desk 
Harley's going to log in. I found somebody to replace you, Drew. <laughs> replace you in my bed and in my heart. <laughs> Sign this divorce. <laughs> and in walks in Jason with his hair blown out. <laughs> uh, so people are th people, there, there's also theory out there that uh, Nina's going to wind up running ELQ. Valentine's going to be like, "Oh, here, Nina, here's a whole here's ELQ for you to run now." We're going to stick at the card. I don't think. Well, so. I don't know. That'd be full circle, wouldn't it? But I think Tracy might have something to say about that. But, you know, I mean, there's more. There's more to it than that. You know, Tracy, Ned, Michael, mm -hmm. um, the, yeah. the rest of the board of directors. Uh, right. And even then, um, like Michael got his voting proxy back. Yes. Ned. Yeah, he was like, "No, I want that back now." You know, we ain't you give it to me now. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'll give it to you on my no. It's mm -hmm. fine. Give it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so you know, uh, Willow's gonna forgive Michael soon. Yeah, of course she is. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think she will forgive him too. I do. But like I said, though, I think you know Carly needs to keep her 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 revenge plot. Needs to make sure that she doesn't go too far. Yeah. Hey, so I need to take a quick one-minute break, Ma. Do you want to talk to the camera while I take a one-minute break? Sure. Okay. So, I'll let you guys know. One little one-minute break. And I got that coffin fit because I'm getting better from COVID. I finally got COVID after four years. And I didn't... I was starting to think I was never going to get it. I was one of the few people that I knew that didn't ever have it. Matthew's never had it, but, but I got COVID. I went to a super spreader event, evidently, and seven people from that event got COVID. And then I gave it to my best friend, and she's getting much better now, too. But this train kicked our butt. I was down and out for 24 hours, like really sick for 24 hours, a little bit more than that. And then I started getting better. So that was last, this past Tuesday, which was not that long ago, was when I was really, really sick. Suddenly, just very sick. And then almost suddenly you start perking up and feeling better. Anyway, that's my case. And the people in our little COVID circle wound up being a COVID circle of eight. I'm sure it's much bigger than that. And I just don't even know it. I'm good now, though. So I was telling them all. I was telling them all about my COVID. Oh, I'm sorry that you had that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, the chat's saying, "Oh, feel better." No, yeah, I think it's seasonal. People have been catching it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good. But, Thanks for holding down the fort. Fine now. I feel way better. I did get Paxlovid, though, you guys. I guess it's. it's I guess it's it really works. At least it I did get Paxlovid. I don't know if that helped or not. I have no idea, but I got it like within hours of being really sick. I got it very, very quickly. Took the last dose of it this, this morning. I don't know. Do you know the other folks in our little COVID circle we have? Mm. They didn't have Paxlovid and they got better. They got really sick and really better really quick as well. Well, there you go. Maybe it's the miracle drug of this year. Well, <laughs> it didn't make any difference at all. Well, Michelle is down with any Jarly situation. So if he come, if Jason walks in with his hair blown out, she's down with it. 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to him coming back, you guys. I am. I am. And I really hope, you know, I want there to be, I honestly thought when he came back as, as, as a patient six and the years following when he was back emerged in, in his regular being regular Jason, mm -hmm. a no different face or nothing. This is Jason again, period. Yeah. I really thought that they, um, it merged him just a little too much into everything. Yeah. A little too much Jason all the time, a little too much Jason all the time. And I'm a big Jason fan, but I just thought there was a lot of times where it's like, it almost felt like, well, that's kind of a forced Jason situation, it seems. They signed him to too many days, is, is what it come down yeah. to. When, when that I, happens, I, I it's agree. because they, they signed the actor for too many days. I, I think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I, I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for seeing him on, but I don't want him to be, you know, I want him to be super interesting. And so we we went you know we we went to the Bradford and, and and Steve shows you know the live shows that they had and still do Stone Cold and Jack Lauer or whatever it's called right yeah they were <laughs> just in Sacramento in December yeah, they were just yeah. here yeah yeah so you know we, we we went to a couple of those it's been a couple of years since we've been now uh, mm -hmm. but we we had been to some of those and I remember Steve Burton commenting on one of those Q and As you know he gets these scripts after he comes back from GH he gets these scripts and he's like why is Jason saying so much. Why do I have so many lines? I didn't have this many lines before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we'll find some balance there. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of maybes out there. I'm not writing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not there negotiating the deal. I think that there, I think it would be understandable to think that there's a lot of excitement, a buzz kind of on the mm -hmm. show right now with the potential of a, a Jason return because there is a lot of story that could be told from it. There is. There's and tons plus, of stuff. Steve has got to be, you know, he's got to have some friends. I, I know, and I just wonder, what are they going to do hey, going I hope Steve Burton is back on for a good long time. I hope, you know, I hope he's on till kind of General Hospital ain't on no more. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had this break if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah. So he I'm, would. you know, I hope really... Really hopes that he comes back. For and if it wasn't for that, situation. would Brit still be around? Would Would Kelly Tebow be like, you know, maybe I'll figure out how to do both of these things if she had a, a story like that still playing? Who and, knows? And haven't they just? Re and I don't know how they're going to bring her back, but unless they just bring her back as somebody else's possibility, I don't know. It'd be kind of really hard to have her not be dead. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure Brit's pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty hard for her not to be dead. Yeah, um, yeah. But I know that didn't. Um, Station 19 get canceled? I think it was on the verge of it. I don't know if they pulled the trigger or oh. not, but I know there was a Save Station 19 campaign, so I don't know if it was because they were they heard that it might be or because it had been. Uh, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, hmm. you know, it's a soap, though. It's yeah. it's a soap. She, she's, she's the... Who, who's her dad? Her dad is... um. Who's her dad? I don't know. We don't know Britt's dad? Britt's oh, dad was plays on. Faison, yeah, Faison, yeah. Faison is, 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 as we find out, Brit had been cloned. And the, the nice Brit that had come back to town over the last couple of years that had shed the Brit um, <laughs> nickname was the clone. And real Brit is alive, frozen in some sort of Faison laboratory. I don't see why not. It's big. <laughs> right on. You know? Insult us in one duration or another before. <laughs> I have reintroduced Brit, Brit Westbourne. 
back to General Hospital. You're welcome. Back to General Hospital. You're welcome. If your mother is Lisa Lobrecht, then all of the characters have the best chance for a scientific miracle uh, resurrection. It is entirely possible that Liesl... No, that, that is, that's totally the way they would do it. If they were to bring Britt back, it's because, it's because Liesl had Britt in the basement laboratory. Mm-hmm. Because of Helena's life-saving drugs and, and equipment that she knew about. Yep. Because Monica did it to AJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monica's lab. <laughs> Helena gave it to her. There she uh, is. She's underneath the hospital. <laughs> Dan says that Willow seems to have a backbone now. And maybe we're getting into evil queen territory finally after all this time. I know. I agree. I agree. I agree. She is kind of laying down law a little bit. You know? She is a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not she, missing she's her words too much. I love it. She I love it. it. She should forgive but Michael. It's gonna be I do gonna think be okay. that she'll eventually forgive Nina. Probably. Probably. I mean, we will have she to see. She will forgive Nina well enough for Nina to F it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Because if, if that's the case, then we're just definitely in the cyclical storytelling when it comes to Nina and Willow and all that. I would love for Willow to find something to do that is outside of all of this. Me too. You know, I feel like her character has been really wrapped up in Michael's life for its pretty much its entire inception. Uh-huh. Even even when she was dating Chase, it was still very wrapped up in Michael's life. You know, like that whole just group was all very intertwined. Not so much anymore. But since Willow and Michael's relationship was what survived from that, the, the, the trail of Willow and Michael is very long. Yeah. And uh, I just, I would like to see what else she does outside of that. I mean, she, she started yeah, off, you know, Shiloh's victim, Harmony stuff. You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to submerge her somehow, some way into the plot of Christina's home house. Yeah. Her, her, yeah. I mean, maybe they need a nurse. Yeah, something like that. And they, like, like, like somehow, like, the reason behind it would be that Willow wants to see a group home environment that is actually good the way oh. it was supposed to be. Wow, that's great. That is a great way. That's a great way to link the character to that story. That's that's brilliant. That that's writer's thinking, Ma. Good job. High five. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm. That's good. No, I like that's that. how they can submerge her into it. Is that she wants to have like you know a positive experience in the same sort of setting. Mm-hmm. Well, Kate, Kate, uh, Kate is confirming for for us that Station Nineteen is entering its final season. Oh, okay. So I guess they're planning on ending it. It seems to be the what, what I'm taking from that, at least, is that they know they are entering. And I haven't last. been following it either, so I don't even know. Well, it's Kelly a, it's a spinoff. It's a, it's a Grey's there. Anatomy spinoff. Yeah, but I don't. Okay, all right. So I mean, I don't know the characters either. I've never seen Station 19, nor have I really ever seen any Grey's Anatomy. But yeah. um, well, I haven't seen very much Grey's Anatomy. No. Either. But um. But I know that, that it was a spinoff, and they were they were doing that thing with like that that shared TV universe type of thing, yeah, in yeah, which yeah. you know a, a big event would happen and it would affect both shows and, and that sort of stuff. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, like some kind of medical or or catastrophe situation yeah, will like affect the it, fire department, and then it affects the medical team. Right, there. and so they would do crossovers. Yeah, um, and then they would also you know like if like an earthquake hit the town, then they would have the episode about the medical yes. response and the episode about the fire station response to the same thing. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, Karen lived with the Brit and Jason, so that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, but yeah. I thought I thought the Brit and Jason thing was okay, but it felt there wasn't enough build up, you know. It got, it got really sidetracked no with the Carly stuff. There was no reason for me to want to hear the two-chord piano thing. I hear you. I hear you. They didn't have enough time. The Carly stuff got in the way. They broke yeah, up. They sort of, of got back together. Then he died. All, it was just, all of it. It, it just... It. It, it, and they had to, like... They had suffered. to go... They, they had to know for months that the potential of having to write out Steve Burton and Steve, Jason Morgan quickly is good possibility. Yeah, I think that's why they stuck Jason and Britt sort of back together a little bit there for about five minutes before he died. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they were greased together, you know. Yeah. She was there for a reason. I don't remember the reason, but she was there. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff fell on him, and she was there, and she saw it. And so I think that they were trying to give something to Britt to do, you know, something to launch Britt off of Jason's death. And then ultimately yeah. she got this other job, and then it's just everything just kind of... Yeah, fizzled, and that's what happens when you when you're when you're constantly producing a show like this, and you're not able to take the summer off to structure everything, to make sure your deals are in place, to this, that, and the other stuff, and you're just constantly producing the story. Mm-hmm. Things like that happen. Sometimes circumstances make it so things just fizzle, even if you wanted it to pop. Yeah, it happens in wrestling all the time too. You know, you remember the NWO, uh, the big group like Hulk Hogan sure and Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, you know. Yeah. Big, big yeah. group of bad guys that came together yeah. and rough shot through WCW. Um, everybody remembers how that's, that came to be. Everybody remembers the big debuts and the big turns and all that stuff that really launched that story. But nobody really remembers how it ended. Because it didn't. It fizzled. It just slowly went away. Oh. Because this star got injured. This star left the company. Yeah. This circumstance happened that circumstance happened this person got hurt whatever it is and eventually the power players the people that were driving the stories weren't available mm-hmm. and it just puttered puttered out so kind of same thing with jason and Britt, you know circumstances yeah. covid new station 19 jobs mm-hmm. uh, network influence yeah all kinds of different stuff i think had a factor in that unfortunate fizzle <laughs> uh, they had chemistry, says Dan, and they seemed to really fit each other physically. So they were they were good to look at side by side. Yeah, I don't know. I think Kelly Tebow is just real pretty. Yes, <laughs> I kind of do want to. I I I kind of do want to see Carly and Jason together finally. I kind of do. Like for real, for an extended period of time where they have enough time to really like explore it and make us feel it and believe it. Because I, I didn't feel it, was... it and believe it. You know, I was told how they were feeling because it was. Yeah. We're bringing yeah. Sunny back. We're bringing Sunny back. We're bringing Sunny back. Uh huh. We got to get you where where we got to get you where we meant to put you. Yeah. And so I remember their scene that they had, and and you're if you're invested in Jason and Carly, you loved it, and it was great and wonderful and amazing. Uh, if you hate Carly, you hated every moment of it. But if you're like me, who is able to take it as it comes, mm-hmm. what I got from the writing and then the performances just didn't support the moment that it was meant to be. Now, mm-hmm. I've always loved you. And now I feel it. Now I recognize it. Now I realize it for the feeling that it always had been this whole time, Carly. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the intention of the scene. That's not yeah. what I got from it. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens this time. It's going to be very different. Yeah. 
Uh, Daisy reminds us that Tracy can outvote Valentine because she's got that 1% that she got from, uh, That's true. from, from Lucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got the wild card now. Yep. So there goes that. I guess Nina's not going to be running ELQ, everybody. Plus, no, that's not what, I don't think that's the, I don't, I don't, that's not this, that's not the house she's in, you know? I could see Nina and Valentine hooking back up, though. In some way. But what I could see them hooking back up. Do you mean like romantically or in like no, planning, like being friends? Way. Yeah, I'm I think that they, I think they've done a pretty good job of showing that Nina and Valentine still very much get along. Yeah. I mean, no, she just, she just did him a favor in the hotel not that long ago with the yeah. tape and all that. I remember their, their conversation Camera. that they had at the, um, at the, at the steakhouse. Mm-hmm. on a valentine's day or something where they were both feeling kind of bad about stuff and it, and it could have been a moment for them to be like well i mean it's us but they didn't and mm-hmm. i think that they really established I think there might have even been a line in there too where it was just like you know it wasn't good this didn't work mm-hmm. still love you though but yeah. this this didn't bring out good stuff in either one of us no yeah 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 this made us rotten <laughs> oh goodness gracious, Nathan! Oh, Nathan Banks! My gosh! The problem I felt was that they made Jason come off as a man whore. I just had to read that because he said man whore. <laughs> made Jason come off as a man whore. Oh, that's funny. Well, he just slinging it. What can we say? What can we say? Who's going to resist the charm of Joanne Jason Morgan? Not Garly or not Brit. Well, I tell you, uh, I know, I know for certain uh, in that town, I, I pretty much for certain, he not gotten ne- getting nearly as much tail as he probably could. <laughs> Let's play the field <laughs> a little bit. Uh, there's an accountant here. Tracy's fractured history and more contributes to the chat. I am not a fan of Carly. Hello, Tracy, and welcome to the show. When you say Tracy, do you mean like Tracy Quartermain's fractured history, or are you a history channel hosted by a person named Tracy? I want to know. I want to know. Because <laughs> if you're a history channel hosted by a person named Tracy, I'm going to encourage people to click on it. If you are Tracy's Tracy Quartermain's fractured history, I want to know why you named your YouTube account that. Let me know. <laughs> Tracy's just having a good old time watching everything happen, though, isn't she? Isn't she? she, She's just loving all of the drama she's not involved in. And she's sitting there having heart-to-hearts with Ned as Carly is fighting with Michael on the other side of the wall. (laughs) It was was, was quarter-main fun, wasn't it? Her name is Tracy. Welcome to the show. It was straight-up quarter-main-licious. It was. It was super cute. (laughs) It was super cute and super cute. Super (laughs) quarter-main-y. We're just yes. missing a glass on the door. Everybody listening in. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, Spencer is convinced beyond all reason that Esme remembers everything. Well, he, he, well, I, well, I, Spence. I mean, he's it's right. Spence. It's the Spence. Right there. And it's just that her whole body language changed. It did. Mm-hmm. As as she got her memories back. Her body language changed. She's doing a really good job. Like the um, the the manipulation, like the the purposeful manipulation of things, is is clear. You know, from mm-hmm. her point of view. Um, but going like like I said when we started talking about Cyrus, her going there was so she didn't have to. 
mm-hmm. was so she could still remain distanced from all of it as best as she can. So nobody's going to go, well, hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Tracy's fractured history and Moore's mother named her Tracy. Oh, she got it on her birthday. Just like most of us get our names, right? Most of us, <laughs> not all of us. Some people are named a few days after. Some people pick a different name. Lots of people pick a different Tracy's name. Tracy's been Tracy since the day she was born. Well, welcome to the show, Tracy. <laughs> hey, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Ava told Nina the same thing. Nina's bad relationship with Michael is all her fault. I think that it's funny because so I remember when um, before Nina called the SEC, we had talked on the podcast. Why is Ava egging her on like this? Mm-hmm. Ava's just like really pushing her to do this thing. So they, mm-hmm. they, they approached that on the show. They talked about that. Nina yeah. and Ava. Nina was like, you told me to do it. She was like, I was bluffing. I was calling yeah. your bluff. I was bluffing. I didn't be like that. I was being your, your catty girlfriend. Oh, yeah, you should call. I didn't know that you were. And honestly, Mom, that is what we had said on the show. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. we analyze it. I'm like, I see this person just being there for her friend. You're right, girl. You should do that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're right. You should call them. They need to be punished. Right. But she didn't mean it. <laughs> no, that's just talking mess with your friend. And they showed it then, too, because she was like, you should do this. And then Nina's like, I did. And Ava's like, are you kidding me? Right. And you didn't tell me you were going to do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the actress who played Brit moved to England. Well, you know what, Daisy? The wonderful thing about people moving away is they can move back. You go somewhere, you can come on back. But hey, who knows? I, clearly, she doesn't have plans of returning to Hollywood if she's relocated to England. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's just living her best life and, and enjoying some money that she made. Who knows? I don't know these things. I don't know Kelly Tebow. If she wants to come on the show, I'd talk to her, though. Maybe she got a new man in her life and she moved away to maybe. happiness. Maybe. Maybe. maybe she met who some knows? like rich oil tycoon. And he's like, my name is, is Doug Dimondome, and I'm here to take care of you, Brit. <laughs> well, there's going to be so much fallout this coming week of Nicola, of, of Spencer giving that baby away to his to, to Nicholas. It was a big deal. Got tons of fallout. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's, it's going to oh, be great. And we're going to find out what all of the Cassidines think. What does Alexis think about this? I want to know what Molly thinks about this. You know, I want to know. I want to get the entire Cassidine perspective on what's mm-hmm. going on here. <laughs> Maybe she's in England with Liesl. Ah, get resurrected. Uh, Kelly Tebow does have a boyfriend in England, says Kelly. Kelly knows. They share a first name. They're, they're Kelly sisters. Maybe I'm too far, not too far off from the truth. Dan has a question for us, Ma. What's that? Dan wants to know if we think that Sonny and Nina are meant to be a longer term couple or if this is and work it out or if this is going to be just. That for them. And I foresee them making it. I don't think they're gonna i think he's she's got lots of hell to pay yet yes she got lots of hell to pay yet but ultimately i think he will go back to her still wearing the rings he hasn't hasn't taken taken the ring off off and thrown it in the fireplace yeah but i i do i do don't i don't think the sunny nina story story has completely been told yet that's for sure so i you know 
No. Uh, I think that, that Sonny and Nina are going to be just fine. I think that the actors really enjoy working with each other. I think that Maurice Bernard especially likes working with Cynthia Watrous. You can you can see it. Um, I think that they have done purposeful work in putting Sonny in a relatively new direction after Nixon Falls. Mm-hmm. He still does have his elements of Mike in him. There's still an element of sensitivity, a, a less of a brutal streak than had existed before. Uh, mm-hmm. Would he have called off Dex killing Cyrus before Nixon Falls? Maybe not. Maybe not. You know what surprised me about that, Mom, was that Dex was going to do it. I know he sure was, wasn't he? Like, like he he put that that syringe in the in the IV and almost pushed down the the the, the plunger and everything. Like, it's 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 because that was the get a killer guy to really be in <laughs> type of you know initiation, yeah. something that Dex really hadn't done before. You know, yeah. He's defended himself. He's defended Sonny. He's yes. been in perilous situations, but to be an assassin isn't something yes. that Dex had done before. Yes, this is new. So it it honestly did surprise me that there wasn't even a I'm going to put it in. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. Flashback to Sonny convincing him. Now I'm going to do like something to show that there was a hesitation still in the character of Dex before no, it was just walking it? in and killing this man. It was pretty methodical. Yeah, so he just walked in to kill that man. And it, it, it surprised me a little bit because I just, I didn't see Dex as like the killer, you mm-hmm. know? Like I understood yeah, yeah, that he yeah. was the enforcer, kind of a tough guy, someone that beat somebody sure. up. But a even defender, his, but not like this. Yeah, and even in his conversation with, with Sonny about it, he was like, what do you need me to do, boss? Go rough somebody up? Scare him? <laughs> yeah, scare him to death. You know, like he didn't, he didn't even think that that was originally the order. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, it just it surprised me. It mm-hmm. surprised me, especially since on top of that as well, he, he didn't come from a I want to be a, in the mafia background. No, he came from I want to end the mafia background. Yeah. And now he's full on in it. Now he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> huh. Dex is now a company man, says Melissa. But anyway, I was just surprised about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got matching 401k now and everything yeah uh, <laughs> michelle says that she's rooting for sunny and nina unless brenda comes back and i think maurice, maurice bernard would probably say the same thing i think he's been pretty pretty <laughs> famous uh for saying that um if someone were to take sunny into the sunset it would be brenda barrett the person to convince him to leave it all behind yeah it would be brenda it'd be brenda according to maurice bernard at least well, I tell you, if if Maurice Bernard is on General Hospital, and General Hospital is still a show, mm-hmm. and a few years, we we do see we we have one more Sunny Carly Parley pairing to go. I don't know. May not be for a while though. I don't know. Hey, Liz. I don't know. Ma. I really don't. I really, really, really don't know. Is Christina going to be pregnant? Yeah, she is. Oh, I think so. Yes. <laughs> Uh, no, no, just to close out what I what we had talked about before, uh, Vanessa Marcel has even said, who plays Brenda, she said, I'm not really interested in coming back to GH, but I would come back to take Sonny away. Hmm. Whatever that means. Yeah. You know, but she, well, she, she would, feels that strongly about Maurice Bernard. She, she, at least she said in the past, I don't know if her mind's changed since she said this, but she has said in the past that she would be willing to come back for the Sonny farewell arc. 
Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. would be really the only thing that would bring her back. Who knows? Who knows? She went on the 90210 or something and just everybody loved her. Yeah. Is what happened with her, I think. She <laughs> went on something. I don't remember. I think it what was 90210 for like their last two seasons. Oh, okay. You know, when they were, you know, when you're 12 seasons deep into a show and you've lost a bunch of cast and there's yeah. no momentum to, the, momentum to the show anymore and everything's so clunky and convoluted and <laughs> nowhere near <laughs> where it had started in the first couple of seasons that hooked your but audience to begin with. It's happened more than once. It's happened a lot. Um, luckily, Desperate Housewives avoided that. I enjoyed all of their seasons. Me too. Yeah. What else are people saying here before we wrap all this up? Is Chrissy, yes. Uh, Blaze is very insistent. She's giving me infiltrator vibes. If Chrissy gets duped again, she's going to spiral. I don't know. All of this mistrust toward Blaze. Blaze was the one that's like, well, I guess we're broken up then. Oh, I guess that was Christina, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was Christina, and then and then and then uh, Blaze doubled back. Yeah, knocked on the door. Uh, yeah, we can't, we can't not be. I don't know, people. I don't know if this is going to be like a true. Is it what? What story they're going to tell? What? What? What story do you think the two of them are going to try to tell? Are they going to do an arc on just uh, and Blaze being comfortable within her own skin and living her true life? Is that the arc? I think that, yes. I think that, yeah. um, I think that something that GH has said in the past and something that is known for people who work for GH is when you recast the characters reborn. That's true. In a sense. You know, mm-hmm. even, we can even take a look at the Nicholas, um, recastings over the yeah. years. Clearly when Marcus Coloma stepped into the role, they approached Nicholas differently. Yes. And how he did, how he thought, how he planned, how he interacted with people. They approached the character of Nicholas differently. Mm-hmm. Now with Adam Haas on there, they're approaching the character of Nicholas differently again. Yes. You can, like we had talked about earlier in the show, you can see that un- unyielding bond between Spencer and, and Nicholas that hadn't existed between Marcus Coloma and Nicholas Chavez. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, and, and since Christina has now been recast, and we've shown different aspects of her personality and pushed her in different directions than she had been before presenting her with new problems. I think that we're getting into Christina is the, the helpful one. Christina mm-hmm. is the one that's going to be there for people. Christina is going to be the one that helps them through their issues. So I think that the story is Christina helping blaze be fully comfortable in her skin in all environments rather than, blaze is there to get the dirt on sunny like i don't really know how infiltrating christina would get a enemy something that they want yeah unless this is some sort of investment in something that's going to happen a year from now but gh doesn't usually do that you know (laughs) i love it when they do things like that if we can get a year i think think you and i are both right that is a story they're going to tell yeah, I think that, that Christine is really going to help her get over that stuff and, and push her to do it. And there, the drama will be Christina says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Christina really pushes her to do something that she's not comfortable with. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, this this center is opening up and that's going to open up some more elements and layers for potential mm-hmm. drama with other characters, new characters that are coming. So I think that's where we're going with it. I think I, so. I, I really don't think that she's Lila Ray Alcazar at this point. 
I, I just do not feel it. And I'm not even going to say, well, why wouldn't Tracy know? I'm not even going to give you any like story logic. I just don't get that feeling that that's the direction we're taking. I'm I'm now kind of, I'm, I, at the beginning, I thought that. Yeah. But now not so much either. Because I think the time to, if, if we were going to reveal that, it, it would have been. They would have at least now. hinted at it by now. Something, you know. They haven't even done that. But they haven't done that, so. No, all of that, all of that storytelling, it's been story told by the audience mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa brings up an important point. Being pregnant is a great way to camouflage a relationship with plays. Yeah, but I don't think that Christina's going to want to do no, that. No, Christina, Christina want, you know, Christina already wants to be public with PDA and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, Blaze is one picture away from her family finding out. And she's yeah. aware of that. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want that. She wants to have control over that. Yeah. I can understand that. So, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see. How but then in trying to control that picture, never, ever, ever coming to be, ever, is not the great, greatest approach. No, because you, you, uh, we've already seen it. You hold yourself back from something that you might actually want. Yes. You know, being able to publicly display your affection for somebody in, in this particular case between uh, Christina and Blaze. You know, she's already missing out on an element of the relationship that she could have with Christina based off of trying to control um, information. Yep. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Uh, Carolyn, if, if Willow dumps Michael over something as small as this, then she's not ready for a poor Charles marriage. <laughs> she's not ready for poor Charles what? She's not ready for a poor Charles marriage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Michael's already done worse, and she's forgetting an eye. If 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 she can forgive him for sin, sin, uh, sicking an entire senator on Nina, mm -hmm. I think that she can forgive him for not telling anybody about the SEC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael sent an entire senator on Nina. Okay, we we talk about the war between Carly and Nina. My God, Michael's <laughs> been the one that's shooting all the guns. Okay. Yeah, Michael's just you know. <laughs> He reaches into his Corinthos uh, hat. He reaches into his Spencer hat. He reaches into his hat. Green hat. <laughs> so, listening to old voicemails of AJ. Give me some inspiration, Dad. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. I don't know, Ma. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. You want to talk about Trina telling Esme off? Because that was kind of fun. Trina telling Esme off. That was kind of oh, fun. Oh, that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was. She told her. She did. We made she our decisions did. for Ace. We don't think about you, Esme. No. Oh, <laughs> that hurt Esme, too. No. Oh, Esme's just going to come out of there. She's going to come out of there like a Tasmanian devil that's been in hibernation for six months that's hungry. She's going to come out swinging. Woo. Okay, this is the second time Melissa has posted this, so she really wants me to read it, okay, Ma? Okay. She wants to give Drew one million stars, one million gold stars, like in kindergarten. Okay. okay. For, the, for his response to Nina. Michael will probably say hooray. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> good lines, good performance. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. like him or hate him, like Drew, don't like Drew. Cameron Matheson is a daytime veteran. 
<laughs> he sure when is. It comes down to it, he does know how to play these moments. If, if, yeah, if, he does. You know, if he if it gets him, if he gets it, if if it's the right combination of things, Cameron Matheson does know what he's doing. And mm-hmm. to give him like something like that for him to take and just and make it into a memorable line is a double <laughs> thumbs up from here on the tenth floor. <laughs> You know, and that's that's the beauty of soaps too, because you know, I mean, I love to make fun of Drew, but there's still good stuff in there. There's there's still a lot of stuff to enjoy. Even in the things that you hate, there's still things to enjoy. You know, we we try to talk about all the stories. You know, I didn't mention Curtis, but you know, he's recovering. He's fine. Oh, we already said Curtis gonna wiggle his toes next Friday. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you know. All that stuff. So, this is the best podcast out there, Matt and Cat says Carolyn. Well, thank you very much, Carolyn, oh, for your compliments. You. We really enjoy hearing that sort of stuff. It makes me yeah, feel we good. really it makes enjoy me feel doing like we made it. the right choice sitting here in front of you every week. We love doing this silly podcast. <sighs> we do. We do. We do. We. I mean, we we do it nonstop. When are we not? It's the times we haven't done it is because like mom's a grandma, you know. Yeah, but you know. There's a lot, hasn't been too many occasions where we haven't done it, mm-hmm. but you know, we try to ca- I carve out this time. We don't double book ourselves for this time, no nope. one thing, but the life does get in the way sometimes. And uh, gratefully, usually the, the times that have gotten that life's gotten in the way is gotten in the way for good reason, yeah. So anyway, it's been, it's been great fun. It's, it's our pleasure to sit in front of you on YouTube uh, every week. And I'll take a look at our audio library and fix whatever might be a problem if you guys don't have access to the last few episodes. Um, yeah, but yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, Carolyn. We like to do it. We like to do it. Snarky Drew is Drew Lightful. See, that there's there's a good way of using Drew Lightful. Name. You know, I like Drew Lightful way better than Saddam. Well, I always <laughs> said that I, I was all for Drew coming back, but he's got to have an edge. Angry Drew has an edge, so I like him better. <laughs> oh, goodness. We see Cat's grandkids less than we see the GH kids. Do you mean more? <laughs> uh, show Oh, show us the babies one day. I, I, I would have to ask their parents if that's okay. Yeah. You know. But I will. I'll ask. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask and see if that's all right. You know, you know how parents can be sometimes when it comes to kids' faces on the internet. Anyway, well, thank you, everybody. Gosh, just so many compliments coming through the chat. Thank you all so much for your kindness. You know what you can do? You can save your words. You can save your things, okay? What you can do is you can give me money instead. No, you guys, click <laughs> like, subscribe. <laughs> and then if you want to give Matthew a dollar, go ahead. It's but, us, um, Ma. It's the channel. Can you imagine if I was able to upgrade to this? Like, look, look, so I, you know, I figured out how to use a gradient. So this part is darker than that part. So this is a dark blue and that's a light blue. And that's kind of nice. And that's kind of nice. But this text, this text is super boring right here. It's also really big and kind of like in the wrong spot. There's a lot that I need to do. But in order to do that, I need to be able to upgrade my equipment, folks. And you can do that with your contributions. If you so choose, if you want to, I'm not saying you have to. It's not an obligation. It's not required. We're still doing this for free every single week right here on YouTube. And we're going to continue to do so. And we're also going to bring you awesome free content like us. Yeah. Like Days for Dummies at 9 a.m. with Mommy and Angela. And then, of course, over the next two weeks, we're going to have two big soap stars on. And all of that is going to be absolutely free. The only thing that I ask for you is that you hit the red subscribe button. If you want to consider that payment, do it. (laughs) 
Uh, but next week, oh, January 28th at 11 a.m. right here on the 10th Floor Podcast, we are going to have Remington Hoffman, who played Lee Shin on Day- Days of Our Lives. And the yeah. following week on February 4th at 11 a.m. from General Hospital, Tanisha Harper is going to be here. She sure is. Jordan Ashford to get into the details of what it's like to be Jordan. Jordan number three to step into somebody who has deep story. To be the third actress to pick up a prominent role. To have a relation to play the mother. I'm very curious. How yeah. do you convincingly play the mother of someone who is eight years younger than you? Yeah. That's not a critical question. That's a real no, question. What's that like? What What is it like to have, to basically have to play the mother of your peer, your age peer, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm curious to have that sort of stuff. Thank you very much just for subscribing, Tracy. I appreciate that. While you're clicking things, you can click the like button, too. Get to clicking. Get to clicking. Get to clicking around. All right, folks, that's going to be it. Everybody get out of here. We're going to go back into the elevator. We're going to go back down to the first floor. We're going into the parking garage to seek out our cars so we can sit in them safely because we don't have any sort of, we don't have Peter August, we don't have Shiloh, we don't have Victor Cassadine lurking yeah, around trying to hurt walk us. Walk around and just hit the button over and over until we find the car. Oh, there's a, there's a gentle, kindly, white-haired man standing in the parking room. Hello, are you trying to find your car? Maybe I can help you. There you go. Cyrus is there to help you find your vehicle. Gosh, you guys. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> uh, go into your cars. You're going to turn you turn, tune your radios to a very fixed podcast feed here on the Couple of Menace. Uh, to all of your favorite episodes of the, of the 10th Floor, which you can find, again, on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you cannot find it on your favorite podcasting platform, you can reach out to me on Twitter at 10th Floor GH or us on Twitter. She tweets through uh, at 10th Floor GH. That's uh, you join the soap conversation or whatever it is you want to talk to us about. I'm pretty good at replying to people that are nice to us. I'm really good at replying to people who are mean to us, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram as well. Send us an email, 10 floorgh at gmail.com if you want. All of that stuff is available to you. And uh, you can donate to the channel through Super Chat. It's the little heart with the with the with the dollar sign in it. You know, I think the minimum is $1.99, and as much as you want, uh, the, those proceeds go to the channel to help us uh, upgrade equipment, to continue to buy server space for the audio platform, and to see where else we can go. There's all kinds of events that we would love to do, all sorts of interviews we would like to have, all sorts of trips we would like to take. Wouldn't it be great to go explore the, the, the hospital that's the picture of GH? We'd be able to do that through contributions to the podcast. You guys can make that sort of stuff a reality if you so choose, if you can, if you want to. If you can, if you want to. Exactly. <laughs> but we also have a little bit of merch. There's a printify.me slash 10th floor, hmm? which I'll leave a link somewhere to uh, where there's there's mug, there's a t-shirt, there's all kinds of stuff that you could that you could that you could get for yourself if you like. Hmm? What else is there, Ma? I don't think there's anything else for me to promote. It. Well, join us next week because, you know, we're, we're going to have two full weekends of just us. So, yeah, we have. Yeah. So sh- show up at, you know, maybe around 9 or 10 a.m. next week. <laughs> hang out with us before Remington. Hang up with hang us. Hang out with us after Remington. And then do the same thing next week. Hang out with us. Before we are going to be on Kenesha. here for the next two Sundays. Thank I tell you very you. much, Dan. Dan donating five dollars. 
Thank you, Dan. For the channel today. I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you so much. Matt, what was that merch address? I'll I'll put up, I'll I'll tweet it out, Kelly. Just take a look at Twitter. I, I don't know. It's it's somewhere and I want to be accurate. Yeah. And that's what I learned throughout my life is don't 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 pretend to try to remember. Just just write it down and look at it later. That's what I've learned in my adult life. Because yeah. you know, when somebody's like, hey, this thing, and then you answer confidently and you're wrong, that's a problem. You don't need to make an early mistake. Even then, you know, like at, like in a job environment, they're like, hey, you know, what what are the contents on this container? I write it down and I go reference what I wrote down because if I'm like, oh, it's definitely three-year filter sets and then I'm wrong, that's a problem. It is, huh? <laughs> it's a problem. Why let things escalate? Why? Exactly. So anyway, that's it. I'm rambling at this point. I need to get out of here. You We're going to all get carbon monoxide poisoning. We've all been standing around with these cars already started. I know, just, just, oh. just idling. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, go spend some time with your families. I've been Matt. <laughs> I've been Ken. And we'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys.